Looks like everyone's got a book. That's good news. Good morning and welcome to St. Peter's. This morning we have the joy of baptizing Wyatt Hunter Otis Brown. And so uh, we look forward to and are glad to welcome his family and his friends among us. At this time, I invite everyone to please stand as they're able and join in singing hymn 525.
service continues on the front page of our service booklet. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. There is one body and one spirit. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Grant, O merciful God, that your church, being gathered together in unity by your Holy Spirit, may show forth your power among all peoples to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading, a reading from the book of Isaiah. Listen to me, you that pursue righteousness, you that seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For he was but one when I called him, but I blessed him and made him many. For the Lord will comfort Zion, he will comfort all her waste places, and will make her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the voice of song. Listen to me, my people, and give heed to me, my nation. For a teaching will go out from me, and my justice for a light to the peoples. I will bring near my deliverance swiftly. My salvation has gone out, and my arms will rule the peoples. The coastlands wait for me, and for my arm they hope. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, and look at the earth beneath. For the heavens will vanish like smoke, the earth will wear out like a garment, and those who live on it will die like gnats. But my salvation will be forever, and my deliverance will never be ended. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us all say this together. Psalm 138. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and praise your name because of your love and faithfulness. For you have glorified your name and your word above all things. When I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the kings of the earth will praise you, O Lord, when they have heard the words of your mouth. They will sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord be high, he cares for the lowly, he perceives the haughty from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretch forth your hand against the fury of my enemies. Your right hand shall save me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. O oh Lord, your love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. A reading from the letter of Paul 
to the Romans. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For the, by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as I in one body, we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the extorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
holy gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that I say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Please be seated. Before I begin my homily this morning, I just want to remind everyone that the choir starts up on September 13th, and all of you, from what I hear in the singing of the congregation, are now part of the choir. So uh, thank you for wonderful, robust singing this morning, and for these past few weeks. It's been absolutely marvelous. So in our gospel passage this morning, I believe we have heard what is the first recorded opinion poll ever taken. Jesus asked the Messiah, or Jesus asked his disciples, who the people say that the Son of Man is i.e., what are people seeing and hearing out there in Galilee and throughout Israel? And so the answer from them is simple. Well, you know, what they're saying out there is, well, we think you're like maybe John the Baptist reincarnated. We hear that in another gospel. The prophet Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. These are all wonderful things, except for one minor fact. All of those that they mention, rabble-roused, 
the people of their time. They weren't treated well. So at least what Jesus is hearing from the disciples is people see you as one who is here to make change. Change that is not necessarily going to be popular. John the Baptist lost his head to Herod because of his message. Jeremiah was not well received. And Elijah had to leave Israel for a while because of his message. So yes, Jesus is perceived by the people in general at this point basically as one who is there to create change. But then comes the next question, a much more pointed question, and that is, who do the disciples say that he is? And here is the crux of what our gospel is all about. Because how they answer that question determines, do they get it? Do they see who Jesus is? Are their ears open to who Jesus is? And so we hear Peter respond, you are the son of the living God. And Jesus says, you're right. We have to unpack what that means. Because that profession from Peter is the very foundation upon what our faith is based on. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, the Incarnation, both human and divine. And when you make that proclamation, you are taken up a certain spiritual pathway that you cannot veer left or right from. As I preach this homily, I am reminded of my confirmation students in Boston. It never failed that about the time we begin talking about the Gospels and who Jesus of Nazareth is, they all, in their eighth grade year, at their various independent schools, were getting a smattering of comparative religions. And so the kids were very attentive to what is Christianity about in its foundation. But at the same time, they were learning about the five pillars of faith of Islam and the Abrahamic people of Judaism. And it never failed that at some point one would look at me and say, well, you know, Father Craig, I kind of like this over here and that over there in this piece of Christianity as they begin to try to integrate their learning into what they see as the perfect faith or the perfect religion. And it's at that point that I have to give them the bad news. You can't do that. Because when you say that Jesus is the Son of the living God, you have put yourself 
on a pathway. Islam understands Jesus as fully human and a prophet. Judaism understands Jesus as fully human and a great rabbi. Christianity, in declaring that Jesus is the Son of the living God, the Incarnation, separates us out from all other faiths. And so when Jesus looks at Peter and says, Peter, son of Jonah, upon this rock, I will build my church. He's not saying, Peter, you're the rock that I'm building it on, because let's be honest. If our patron saint were truly the rock that this church is founded on, it's a rock made of sandstone. Something that crumbles very easily, because in five more verses, when Jesus begins to talk about the crucifixion, Peter rebukes him. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Several chapters later, when Jesus is at his most vulnerable and desperate state, Peter denies him three times. Our faith is not built on the back of a human being. Our church is built and founded on the understanding that is revealed to the heart, not the brain, but to the heart through our experience of the living Christ, that Jesus is truly the Son of God, the Son of the living God. He is truly God incarnate and God among us. It is because Jesus is those things that the efficacy of the cross and the salvation that has been brought forth from it is made possible. It is because of that understanding of Jesus being the incarnation that we as a people are able to declare that Jesus of Nazareth is not a figure of just the past, but he is the figure of today and a figure of the future. For we believe not in a dead Jesus, but in a living Christ who burst forth from the grave on Easter Sunday. Those are the foundation stones upon which our church is built. And it is because of that very foundation for each and every one of us who professes Christ as the living Son of God that the church is able to proclaim itself, not as any other social institution, but as the body of Christ on earth today. These are the things that separate us from other faiths. 
This is what makes us different from any other social organization we may belong to. This is what gives us hope that through Christ's act on the cross and through the church, this world can be transformed. So when we are asked, who do we say Jesus is? Every tongue that professes the same profession of Jesus, of Peter, that Jesus is the Son of the living God, the Messiah, we proclaim an allegiance and a fidelity to a way of life, a way of being, and a way of hope. And it is into that life and way of being and way of hope that this morning we gladly baptize Wyatt into and make him part of our family and heirs of the kingdom and declare his path with the God who created us. So yes, it is that Jesus is the living Son of God that is the church's one foundation, the chief cornerstone, and the reality that we live in, both here and in the world. Amen. This time I invite the parents and godparents, along with Wyatt, to please stand as they're able, or in Wyatt's case, be held up high. <laughs> The candidate for holy baptism will now be presented. Will you be responsible for seeing that the child you present is brought up in the Christian faith and life? We will. God's help. Will you, by your prayers and witness, help this child to grow into the full stature of Christ? We will. Do you renounce Satan? and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? I do. Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? I do. And to the congregation I ask, will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support this child in his life in Christ? Amen. Let us join with Wyatt, who is committing himself to Christ and renew our own baptismal covenant. And for those who are able, I invite you to please stand. Do you believe in God the Father? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God?
Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of the bread, and in the prayers? Will you persevere in resisting evil? And whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Let us now pray for this person who is to receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver him, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill him with your holy life and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send him into the world in witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. Please join in singing hymn 510.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it we are buried with Christ in his death. By it we share in his resurrection. Through it we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in, the in the, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who here are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Wyatt, come play in the water. Can you play in the water with me? That's a good boy. Wyatt, Hunter, Otis, I baptize you in the name of the Father. <sighs> okay, it's okay. And the Son. <sighs> and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Wyatt, Hunter, Otis, you are by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit you have bestowed upon this your servant the forgiveness of sin, and have raised him to new life of grace. Sustain him, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give him an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Let us welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified, proclaim his resurrection, and share with us in his eternal priesthood. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace be with you. I got a wet hand, but that's okay. It's clean. <gasps> Wyatt, peace be with you. Congratulations. Peace be with you. <laughs> you can blow out the candle. We'll pop it right back in the box when it cools. Okay. Please be seated for the announcements. Good morning, everybody. My name is Ron Cowie. I am the senior warden. And, um, <laughs> yeah, hey. And Wyatt is such a cool name, like five stars. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Um, so here are the announcements. First off, uh, Father Craig is on vacation as of today. And to answer your question, he does not need help packing or a ride to the airport. He's good. He's, <laughs> so all those people who cheerfully offered that, uh, don't. you can rest easy. Uh, also, preschool is... Uh, we have some openings available. So if you know someone who is of preschool age, uh, give it a look it up. It's a really great program and it could definitely help and change and whatever. So there's more information on our website about that and you can reach out and call the thing. Uh, Bible study resumes on September 13th and 14th, Wednesdays at noon and Thursdays at 7 respectively. Uh, the pop-up gallery, if you come in here for coffee hour, you're going to see, see some paintings on the wall, and Paul can talk more about it. But it is to help raise money for the uh, Liberian School for Needy Children that one of our parishioners, Zoe, is kind of spearheading. It's a really important thing. Um, is there anything else that I'm leaving out, Paul, or is that pretty much it? All right. And as Father Craig said, the choir comes back on the 17th, and... Basket helper in another thing, basket helpers are wanted for August 31st, September 7th, and October 5th. They're putting together baskets for our Christmas bazaar, which is a real, that's a fun thing. And I guess they're doing some crazy work, like crazy good, not crazy. Uh, yeah, oh, announcement. Cool. All right, and Christmas crafting. I have here, is that a separate announcement from the baskets? Yes, hit it. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Nancy. All right, and uh, last one, October 1st, blessing of the animals. So that's always fun. Um, <laughs> and that's that. And just a, a real quick thank you to everyone who showed up for our church supper this past Thursday. That was a lot of fun, and it was neat to see just everyone getting together and and just being a part of something good. Um, it's, uh, that's kind of the point. And we're gonna be doing, it's like every third Thursday or Wednesday of the, of the month. So September, we're gonna, if you miss this one, just come again. And so we're just doing it every month, whether you like it or not. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. For by water and the Holy Spirit, you have made us a new people in Jesus Christ our Lord to show forth your glory in all the world. Therefore we praise you joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, 
He gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where, with the blessed Virgin Mary, Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 334. Thank you. 